0: it came from outer space to fill the world with terror what earthly power can stop this terror that's the signpost up ahead your next stop from outer
1: space i deleted it I don't even have access. <laughs>
0: hey here we go we're live we're live <laughs>
1: And it's
2: another one from the podcast from Outer Space, number 52, y'all. It's your boy Rob Scott. We got Adam Narlock in the house today. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I mean, as always, it's Ryan Scott.
0: Hey ho, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hey-ho. Are you That's fucking Steve got. Urkel over That's here? That's all I got. Circle is this back. Is a Disney knockoff? You can't say hi-ho? Circle mm. back. And now we're doing a Disney topic? Is that, <laughs> So are we starting over? No, curious? no, no, no. Here we go. Three times on, a charm. are hopping into it. What are we talking about today, Adam? This is your fucking yeah. child? Yeah. Well, you know, you got the uh, knockoff Disney reference. We're going to Disneyland tomorrow, hopefully. And today we're bringing you a topic from Disney. Uh, Tron, everybody. Well, not originally. Right? Well, well, more get or to less. That a little bit later in the outline,
0: as always. Yes, uh, we are bringing you episode fifty-two. A beautiful baby, brought to you by Tea Bag and Ryan. <laughs> and uh, you know, after our last episode, doing great. By the way, mm-hmm. our last episode lot of attention on the original post. Um, so, you know, we're back to... It's been a while since we've done just a classic um, sci-fi movie um, Hollywood stuff. You know, we, we spent the last couple episodes into conspiracies, cryptids. Um, so we're toning it down a bit, you know, back to um, one of the classics, you know. Our very own teabag went undercover to do some first-hand research for this one. Now, is thats that... Is that Am I right in that? Oh, yeah. Deep
1: cover. Okay, now what were we doing? You know, I had to get a little uh, motorcycle lessons in. Wanted to experience what these guys were thinking going through the whole time they're in the film.
0: So you took motorcycle license classes just for
1: the sake of this episode? For the sake of our loyal legion, yes. But I mean, (laughs) secretly since this movie came out, like I've always wanted a motorcycle. So it was win-win for me. Did you ever get that Ducati sport bike? We'll get to that a little
0: bit later in the outline, buddy. He's fixing it up. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's fucking hop back to 1982. Fucking John Mellencamp, John Cougar Mellencamp is playing on the jukebox. We're in maybe an arcade, and we are going to get into the tale of electrics. <laughs> um you know we are gonna fucking give you everything tron you wanted to know all about tron everything tron um, we're gonna fucking hop right into it so uh here we go i mean right off the bat
1: what do we know what made you fall in love with it adam hmm. i think uh my first exposure was in the video game kingdom hearts 2 you guys familiar nope well, Yeah, it was like. I mean I know it but I, I yeah. never played it got Same. you got you like Disney Final Fantasy Cross anyways there's a whole yeah. section about Tron I remember playing that and then when Legacy came out my dad made sure that we saw the OG film the night before so it all made sense
0: okay hmm. so was it really you hadn't seen the original till the s- sequel came out like the day before yeah oh really yeah. okay
1: what about you guys
0: Mm. Uh, I mean, I got a whole spiel on it later, but basically, like, the OG Tron, I remember being introduced to it by a former boss who shall remain nameless, and we were, you know, indulging in maybe some other substances, (laughs) and uh, basically had a fucking grand old time watching the fucking (laughs) original Tron, the first Tron, as you want to call it. It's a fucking great film it's a fucking timeless classic and it it became a cult classic so i mean that's really my first exposure and i honestly i mean if you can believe it i had never seen tron legacy until doing research for this wow. i just never got around to it. i mean looked badass when it came out i love jeff bridges and uh i just never got around to seeing it but watched it and um i mean we'll get to some of the thoughts later but uh rob now
2: are you worried that the government is now put us on a list and are listening to what we're saying. That's why you can't name people. That's why you can't say what substances you're indulging in.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we've been on, I've been on many of lists um, (laughs) in all the research that I've done for this podcast. And I mean, it's told me, I mean, at least four and even when I was, um, four, yeah, but what's what's really weird is when I was calling Hal about the Area 51 stuff and talking to him I swear to God, there was like a tapping on the line, mm. Mm. like a bu- Somebody has bugged the line, dude. I'm telling you, awesome. the cell and the phone. And, and, and dude, the I'm not even kidding. I'm not even shitting you with the. I know I posted on the Instagram post with dude. I uploaded on SoundCloud on I think like Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. I go to sleep. Wake up to check it, because, you know, I check the list and see how it's doing, see our reception. And, dude, it's fucking, like, won't work, won't load. says, like, this track cannot be found. I had to re-upload it. Mm. Mm. Interesting. And that's
2: the first time this has happened?
0: Yep. So, I mean, listen while you can, guys, because they do not want you to listen. Um, I mean, this episode will be toned down. I don't think the government's pulling any Tron <laughs> stuff. Or maybe, maybe, as we'll get to it, maybe they will. But um, Don't want us talking about
2: reptilians. Don't want us talking about Area 51. Maybe Tron will slip through the fingers.
0: <laughs> now, Rob, back to the topic. How did you get into the franchise? What do you know about it?
1: um what did you learn the past two
0: days while you were watching the films
2: well i can't remember exactly when i watched the first one i know it just came on tv one day and that's how i watched it but uh I'll, i will admit that i thought the legacy one looked cool but i never got around to seeing it same as ryan until adam laid this outline on us and uh i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't even watch the whole movie oh my god
0: so he's got some opinions so we'll get into it but i mean let's hop into um overview of tron um 1982 the fucking og tron film uh produced by the very same studios that recently brought us avengers endgame yes disney channel original I mean, not a Disney Channel original. No, uh, so, no, not at all. But a Disney Channel production. You know, this was um, Di- not Disney Channel, just Disney Studio. Oh, Disney. Man. You know, Disney Studios. That's what I meant. They know what I meant. Anyways, uh, Brink they- is a Disney Channel. Original. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is pretty much close up there. This was Disney Channel original before Disney Channel original. That's a diss to Brink. I'd rather watch Brink. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. Well, this uh, Tron. Budget of seventeen million, if you can believe that, um, raked in thirty-three million. So it was seen as a financial success. Uh, directed by first timer over here, Stephen Lisberger, uh, who also he wrote the story with Bonnie McBird, MacBird. McBird, MacBird, MacBird, <laughs> MacBird. Bonnie McBird. Uh, now, first time I think he did like an animated film, and really, Tron is. Um, Kind of the only stuff he's done. I think he had like four films under his belt, but um, this was his first like full-on film, getting a budget of, I mean, seventeen million. That's a lot of money in '82, right? It's a lot of money now. I'd take that. Yeah. Now, I mean, this basically the the story. If you're not familiar and you just want to hear us jiving about it, um, the story is a young guy, a young guy, Kevin Flynn, um, played by Jeff Bridges. The um, young guy. Now he gets sucked. And is that the right term? Do we want to say sucked into a computer? No, that's the technical term, sucked in. Doesn't he get like, it's not really sucked. It's like mapped in, 3D mapped. It's like a reverse 3D printer. Okay. Into a computer, reverse 3D printed into a computer. And um, I mean, this is, think about This is 82, one of those fucking big ass, uh, where the computer was a whole room. Um, and not a fucking typical MacBook like we use today, or a or a HP or a Dell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or whatever the hell
0: teabag uses over there. <laughs> yeah. Spider on it. One um, of those
1: ones that you can't you think you can't get viruses from watching porn on and then you do. Yeah. Now what is that? Shut up.
0: Now, so he gets reverse 3D printed into this computer and he's gotta fight for his life while playing a series of life or death video games. But, you know, I was thinking, are they really even video games if it's already in the computer? Wouldn't they just be games? It's like Roman Coliseum type shit. Mm. Like they got to play to the death these games that he helped design and then, um, you know, he probably has all the cheat
2: codes. <laughs> That's why he's winning.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, he made the games. Now he's got to play them against these other guys um, for his life because he's in there, IRL, real life. The other people, it's just programs. right? Am I right, T-Bag? Help me explain this. That's like, what, yeah. Actually,
2: not real life. He becomes part of the game. Right? But, he, but if he, he's really in yeah, there. Yeah, he's really in there. Else everything is like everything the else the is a program the user
0: yes but no no no, no. He's the user he is the user that's in there everybody else that he interacts with in there is a program that they take on who made them mm.
1: you so see like what i'm saying Stone, you go into your computer and you're just fucking you're like actually physically in there and everything else or is, so you think oh well we'll get into that <laughs> a little bit later okay elon
0: musk <laughs> now so uh, how about this though like this is basically what I what I got a sense of and I think teabag as well. This is like a digital North Korea with the <laughs> evil guy from <laughs> Titanic is Kim Jong un or the master program guy, you know? The evil guy. Yeah. <laughs> the bad guy in Titanic. Um and it's like, you know, they have to fucking they boss all these They're other. What his name? No, not Billy Zane, the old guy. Oh, okay. They boss all these other people around. All these programs make them fucking fight to their deaths. Like it's just basically like a dictatorship within the computer. Wow. Um, and then, you know, he's got to save the day, fight the bad guys, yada yada yada. It's a fucking Disney film in the eighties. Um, everything is Peachy Poochy.
1: <laughs> Peachy Poochy. <laughs>
0: You got a better one? No, I like
1: it. All right. Everything is cheeky peachy. <laughs> so Peachy poochy is better. So I'll admit, guys, that uh, you two are much more tech savvy than I could ever hope to be. Ryan, you run all this stuff. I've seen you design websites. Well, you can you can watch a YouTube video and pretty much figure anything out. Most right. people can.
2: Well, that's most people. <laughs> well, that's
1: most people, not me. But uh, do most people do that, that is the question, and saying. the answer is no. This guy's nuts and bolts, you know, runs this operation. Rob, you have some piece of paper that says you know how to use a computer. Congratulations. You're welcome. Me, like, I'm just stoked to have my Super Nintendo hooked up to the TV, my dating app so I can swipe left and right. Like, I feel good. I feel confident with my technology to that limit. No,
0: but don't downplay
1: yourself. You te- you used to teach coding. Well, we use the word teach loosely.
0: And that might be why you're no longer
1: teaching coding. <laughs> <laughs> you used to teach coding. No, I pretty much put the kids in front of a computer and uh, program. So, hey, so it's it's the program. Say hey, watch the Program does it Check for them. Check out this YouTube video and then go ahead and do what It tells you <laughs> most people can do that. Hey, do you
0: guys want to know how to make a dick out of eights and zeros?
1: <laughs> That's what they did. You guys want to learn how to spell boobs on a calculator? <laughs> but anyways, you know, if we were to transport back to the eighties, like people would probably think we were some wizards, some rapping wizards, or some shit like that. Spouting off all this technical stuff.
0: But yeah, that's all. It's like, so basically what you're getting at or your whole spiel, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like, it's in our uh, lexicon now, all these terms.
2: That's Mm -hmm. not what he's getting at.
0: Well, I just like technology is part of our everyday lives. Of course, in the 80s, nobody knew what like they're playing Pac-Man, but that's about it. Pac-Man and Pong. That's it. And and you had to go somewhere to even
1: do that. Yeah. Unless you were rich and had the thing in your in your house. Yeah. You went to an arcade, put in some money to play a game. Yeah, exactly. Now, yes, it's all these things should be in our lexicon, but I'll admit I watched the movie to this day and there's still some jargon that's just right over my head, dude. Just not very technologically inclined. But also, that could be like
0: jargon. Like, I mean, think about like VHS and Betamax.
1: Like, well, you and I would know what that means. But if I asked a kid today, hey, you know what a Walkman is? They'd look at me like I was stupid. Exactly. Yeah. So it could be something they thought was going to be big but wasn't. Mm. Um, but think about it, guys. So the 80s, the internet is not a thing. People, if you want to look something up, there's no Wikipedia, you gotta actually go to the library, look up a book, like or pop in a floppy disk. Yeah, yeah. Rob's got plenty of those. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Cell phones look like damn cinder blocks, people are walking around, the dang antennas longer than the phone itself. You know, the only people that had them are these pretentious douchebags. Yeah, a completely different time. Right. You know um, you, you got that? It's just a different time, you know, George Toyboy Lucas is about to finish up the original saga about stuff happening a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And boom, in comes Jeff Bridges getting all futuristic Big Lebowski on us saying, hey, wake up people, computers are here. And in there, inside of these machines is the future. It's a new frontier with unlimited potential. Now is this a, is that a quote from the film? That's from Legacy.
0: Okay, okay. So, um, so this guy, the director, uh, old Steve, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he basically imagines a world where people could live in alternate realities uh, in a digital universe, almost like VR, but but you're like actually in there. Is that correct? Yeah. Like he was saying, hey. Honestly, what I got out of this is, like, what's going on in a co- – like, you know the movie Osmosis Jones? Oh, oh yeah. It's like that, but in a computer, right? Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, Think yeah. about
0: it. That's what basically his thought pattern, and he got the idea for, from seeing uh, Pong, right? Did you know this? I didn't know that. He saw Pong for the first time and was like, boom. He said all this shit, like, flashed before him. Like, mm. now he could actually make it. I mean, I guess that's the games is all Pong and disc stuff. Yeah. And so he's like, fuck, yeah. And he's saying, okay, this movie was ahead of its time, but do we really want to say he was spot on? I mean, what are we saying, Adam, when you writing in here, he's spot on? This is like what I got from Tron, the original, is like it's basically an 8-bit ready player one. Okay. Like, Tron was Ready Player One before we kind of had any idea of what VR could be, right? The director, Steve, I think he, this was kind of what he thought VR would be.
1: Okay, I, I see that. But, I mean, it's not, like, it's, we're not
2: actually in the computer. That's what I was
0: saying. I don't think
2: it's really not yet. like
1: VR. But you think this could be a thing, Adam? You I think mean, this is going to be far in the future like this? Look back in the day, like, everybody was like, oh, 8, bit Nintendo, this is the greatest thing we're ever going to get. Now, if you watch, you know, look at video games, there's VR. There are VR video games. There's, I mean, the graphics, if I play Madden now, it looks like I'm watching a game on Sunday in, like, high definition. Like...
0: Now, also, do you think that uh, Ready Player One was influenced a little bit by Tron? Oh, definitely. There's definitely a shout out. Yeah, because that was like, what, 2011 that the guy wrote the book? And that was well after VR is established. So he's just kind of saying, hey, this is what it's going to be in the future. We're all fucking using this shit to get money and everything's a digital fucking world. Hmm. You know, everybody's stuck in their cell phones, in their video games, and their
1: fucking iPads. Just zombies, dude, glued to a screen.
0: Okay, so so possibly it's like Ready Player One before we really knew the potential of video games. Oh yeah. So I mean, basically, you got to tip your hat off to the guy because he was he was totally on to something here. I mean. As we were saying, this is before any of this stuff was in the modern terminology, and um, I, I guess the world just wasn't ready for it.
1: I'm still not ready for it, if we're being honest with each other.
0: And this falls into that whole before-its-time cliche, because um, <clears throat> actually in the, in the YouTube documentary you had sent me, that was like the making of uh, Jeff Bridges and the other dude, I'm drawing a blank on his name, the dude that plays Tron. He was saying, oh, I didn't want to take the, like, I read the script, but I didn't want to take it because all this terminology they were talking about, like,
1: bits and, and stuff like that, you know? They didn't know what it was. It it was intimidating, man. I don't want to go out and talk about something if I don't know what it is or how to explain it. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like Rob when he shows up to a podcast and hasn't done any research.
0: Yeah, it's like, um, and here's something else I'll say. Uh, I mean, what was the first time that you guys remember seeing like computers as being just like, do you remember the first time you saw a computer or like kind of could comprehend what it was
1: and like the internet and all that shit? Dude, I tell my students all the time. Like I remember kindergarten in Hawaii, we had to go like to a building, a computer lab Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, you had to put in a floppy disk and there was a (laughs) game where you could like make a mouse go through a maze to get some cheese. There was, like, Math Blaster and Oregon Trail, and that was it, man. And then all of a sudden, like, a couple of years later, my dad is playing, like, Warcraft against the neighbor. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: like, do you – Mind blow. Do you guys remember uh, the scene, like, Jurassic Park, like, all the computer scenes? Like, the ah-ah-ah, uh, 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 and, like, the <laughs> passwords, and, and, like, Samuel L. Jackson just going back and forth on the computers. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, black screen, green text when I, I remember when I saw that I thought that was like the future everything yeah. was going to be like that nothing could get better than that <laughs> yeah and it's like that's what, kind of what this is like Can if, you imagine if that's always still had yeah and this I is kind of yeah I'm th- I'm thinking like Tron is like if the future developed but like the technical specs of computers stayed in that kind of 8-bit realm mm. it would be like Tron <laughs> <laughs> right Because they got the technology with these lasers to 3D print fucking homeboy into the computer. Everything's on a grid. But it's, yeah, it's like a (laughs) fucking doot, doot, do like a Pong grid, you know?
2: Well, you got to think that's all they had to work with at the time, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like nowadays where you got everybody posting their fucking asses Mm -hmm. on Instagram. (laughs) Thanks, Kim. (laughs) And Just imagine a Tron like now. He goes in there and it's just like. Chicks' asses and Porn titties everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's like that Dave Chappelle <laughs> skit, like if the internet was yeah. a real store. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. I mean, going off of that whole spiel, you know, if if you haven't seen Tron... Do yourself a favor and keep it that way. No, no, no. I think the 82 version, if you haven't I'm seen kidding, it, you yeah. should
2: see no, it. I, the 82 version is cool. And if, I'm not gonna to
0: If you throw that in... Like, most, of, most people would watch it and be like, dude, are you fucking joking me? Like, this is something um, from the 80s, doesn't stand the test of time, would you guys say?
1: Yeah, just because I think, especially like a younger audience today is so used to having these like crisp, clean, you know. Ah, uh, they're jaded. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I think this
0: movie definitely still holds up, and this is basically the best movie ever to
1: do any type <laughs> of drug to. Better than Wizard of Oz?
0: I mean, dude, I'm going to say it's out there with Wizard of Oz because, dude, think about it. You're fucking sitting back smoking a fucking fat... Whatever substance you want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, dude, like the first time it shows the digital world and the fucking light cycles and all that shit, dude, this movie is insanely fucking psychedelic. I mean, you pop in a tab of acid... You're on another... You're fucking digital, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're fucking getting digital. You're electric, dude. Yeah, you think about it. You could do any kind of drug to this movie. You know? Shoot heroin if that's your thing. Veg out. Um, but podcast from outer space does not condone drug use. Pop in some ecstasy tablets, some MDMA, what, some Molly water. <laughs> uh, you know? And you're going to have a fucking great time with this movie
1: because the visuals in this shit are insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, this movie was way ahead of itself, man. The special effects, like you're saying, mind blowing for the time. And even for nowadays, I I would watch that and be like, this is fucking badass, especially
0: if I was fucking
1: inebriated. (laughs) Or if you, okay, if you were sober, watch the film, you, you might be like, come on, guys, this is an 80s film. These graphics suck. But show me a film before 82, before Tron, that had visual effects like this. I defy any of you any of you listening out there to tell me a film that was this visually ahead of his time like tron was before i mean uh, yeah i'm
0: sure there was some stuff especially in like the uh japanese circuits mm, causing seizures and shit yeah because didn't they send i think i was watching something like they sent all of the film to japan right to be hand painted like that's actually insane to me so like the way that they filmed this like with their suits light up and everything they filmed everything against a a black screen and they overlaid frame by frame and then hand painted the, the um, neon on the suits frame by frame. You know how fucking long that probably took.
2: (laughs) Now, would you say Tron has better or equivalent special
0: effects to Blade Runner? Uh, I mean, I would say better. Blade Runner is definitely a more classic film. Yeah. But again, was ahead of its time. But, I think Tron's whole visual effects is
2: like. Cause, correct me if I'm wrong, but th- wasn't that '82 as well?
0: Yeah, I think it actually went against this one, like it, the summer box office. This one went against like E.T. Oh yeah, um, Blade Runner, um, the stupid Gandhi movie that won like every Academy <laughs> Award. Um, but I mean, yeah, the the effects in this for the time, crazy. Um, and what about Alien? Uh, that was like '79.
2: Because that's pretty cool. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, well, but, that's all I can think of. But think about that's what- It's honestly not really the same thing. Yeah. Either. And
0: that's more like kind of puppet work Still with futuristic, like Yoda- though. We're yeah, talking visual puppet. effects. Yeah, like, like the xenomorph. The it was on. like a practical prop. They made this entire thing on computers. I know a
2: great puppet guy. In
0: '83, <laughs> they made the whole background, and they got snubbed at the Oscars. Well, I wasn't
2: talking about puppet work. I'm talking about like the futuristic aspect. We're talking of, like, about
0: visual. Effects, We're talking about the buddy. visual effects that they did on the computer.
1: No. but I'll give I'll grant you alien space film futuristic yeah. but we're talking visual effects right now that's all
0: and it got snubbed at the Oscars because they said it was using computers was cheating <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not fair.
0: I mean, Jesus Christ. This is, a, this, is another, this is a fucking classic thing, and it pisses me off. This is the, this is the fucking academy bashing sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know, sci-fi is never taken seriously as literature or as fucking films, and they fucking bash this shit at the Oscars because they're so fucking pretentious, and they're, and they're concerned with kissing each other's asses <laughs> and not pissing people off.
2: Mm. Now what about Terminator. Was that on computers?
1: What year was Terminator?
2: Mm, like like 80, 89.
1: eighty-nine. All right, that's way after, <laughs> and we're and we're <laughs>
0: that's off a it. couple <laughs> of years. You're just years. trying to where think. Where are you yeah. at, Rob? <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to play the skeptic, you know. So, you don't think that it was crazy that they did all the, they were able to do all that digital stuff with computers of 1980, let's say one, because it was made a year before? Yeah. 1984,
2: Terminator. That's two years.
0: And again, (laughs) 80% of Tron is done digitally on a computer. Uh, Yeah, I
2: think it's pretty cool. All
0: right, that's all we're getting at, dude. We're not saying Tron's the greatest fucking film of all time. Legacy might be.
2: I was just trying to think of similar movies that came out around the same time. That have equally as good effects.
0: Well, he defied us to go before. (laughs) And 84 is not before 82. It's within the range. (laughs) 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 It's not before, though. Tron laid the groundwork. Now... Guys, come on. And originally, this was even going to be animated, right? Yep, yep. I mean, the guy did a cartoon movie before, so he wanted to stick with that. Because I think he was saying, it was when Legacy came out, but he was saying with the 82-tron, they were, like, constrained with what they could do because of computers at the time, you Mm know? But then again, I mean, tell that to fucking Neil Armstrong. They went to the moon (laughs) with a fucking calculator, basically. (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and this guy couldn't even make a film he's saying he was uh constrained in a box or the film and, and buzz aldrin's gonna be like really dude we went to the fucking move come on get some better visual guys in there but yeah this movie it was turned down by a bunch of big companies disney was i think like hesitant like they always are disney and um they decide hey let's take a shot on this fucking electric shit electrics uh you know and so correct me if I'm wrong, the Disney animators were like, this was like Star Wars where the dudes were like, yo, we watched our jobs like disappear in front of us when they went all CGI and shit. Mm-hmm. Like the Disney animators were like, we're not going to do this because this would basically be the the ball rolling to make their jobs obsolete.
1: Exactly. Yeah. They were like, nah, we're not going to fucking do this. And they, they basically refused to cooperate with Leisberger in any way, man. Like it and wouldn't help him out at all. And
0: so he brought in his own guys. Yep. Um Sid Mead and Jean Jarud. Uh, French guy, French artist. They call him Rude Boy um, to do the costumes and storyboards. Now it's rare that like Disney would let a a director bring in like outside sources because usually uh, Disney does everything in house. You know.
1: Well, yeah, but then these guys are like, "Do you know we're not going to do the work?" Yeah, so, so it's like kind of
0: uh, a catch twenty three situation. There. <laughs> and uh, you know, all these guys are wearing the fucking uh, the the costumes were hand painted with like they made them with like Sharpie, I think. <laughs> Um, and then like I said, you know, um black screen, um, the virtual sets were fucking dropped in post and uh I mean it made up for it made for a fucking badass visual film.
1: Stunning visuals. Yeah, but imagine you, you're one of the actors, you show up, you got like this black suit on, nothing behind you, and they're I mean, this is before people have really done this before, right? Now it's kind of commonplace. They're like, act out this yeah. whole scene. Like to me, that just sounds like you know, you, you see these guys got the casting couch. You're like, hey, come in and film this movie where there's not really you- – <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, <'cause- laughs> imagine you, show up. Imagine right you show up. They're like, hey, put this suit on. There's nothing in the background except for a black curtain. Yeah, but I think they
0: read the script. This isn't like a blind – Come on in and act this out, guys. They read. They knew this was like Star Wars, though. I get what you're where you're coming from. It's like, remember how we talked about in our Star Wars episodes? Go check our Star Wars series out. Um, where they were like, because he didn't add the special effects in until mm. after, so everyone was on set and like, dude, what is this? A fucking kids' movie? It's like Sesame Street with puppets and everything. Okay. okay. And they were like, this is childish. This is stupid. But then once you know those those post production effects come in. It shapes up to be a fucking badass
1: film, am I right? All right, that makes sense. I'm just saying, this is one of the first times this happens. Right, you are. I would be a little sketched out if I was an actor. Okay, okay, Adam. And that's why you're not an actor. That's probably... (laughs) I know. I'm sure that's the only reason.
0: (laughs) Now, doing all this technical stuff uh, required a computer that used two megabytes of memory and 330 megabytes of hard drive storage space. Now, 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 I'm aware this is some nerd talk. Hmm. Um, So we are going to break it down for you and haven't done one of these in a while. This week's Breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is where we're going to fucking nerd out for a bit. Get your pocket protectors ready. Um, We're going to break down some of this technical jargon. Um, Now, T-Bag, you got the credit. Um, The credit from this goes to PC.net? Yes, sir. Okay, so memory. Uh, Remember, keep in mind. We're not talking um,
2: about cats here.
0: Now, memory refers to random access memory or RAM inside your computer. Uh, basically use this to run programs, um, you know, Microsoft word, uh, basically Ram is like your computer actively processing, thinking about or doing what you tell it to.
1: Right. That made me think of like, so you click on a program. It's like, okay, if you're thinking about doing something, you're actively putting your time, your attention, your focus on doing that. And if you yeah, want to driving, switch, right? Yeah. There we go. I like that. Yeah. You're I not going to text and drive. Hopefully. So when you're driving, you're focusing on driving. Now when you want to stop driving, you pull over, park, and then your memory, your mind can do you know, shit you can do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, or that's ride how a I it. yeah.
0: Okay. Now hard drive. This is basically where your computer has everything uh, that you download, install more files, um, and the more full it becomes,
1: the slower your computer runs. Correct. Right. I mean, if you got too much, if you eat too much food in your belly. you're not going to be able to run very fast, right? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Thanksgiving dinner, you eat too much.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, as mentioned earlier, computer used to create the visual effects for Tron, 2 megabytes of memory, 330 megabytes of hard drive storage space. Now, let's put that into perspective. A modern MacBook Pro has roughly 32 gigabytes of RAM, uh, that's sixteen thousand times more, and can store up to seventy-five gigabytes on its internal hard drive. Uh, that's two hundred twenty-eight times more. So that's uh, so they were definitely.
1: I mean, in the dark ages, basically. Yeah,
0: I mean, working with what they had, and when you see the movie, it's actually pretty pretty amazing that they were able to do some of this stuff. So uh, you know, anybody can turn on. A fucking computer nowadays, and learn to code. Like you were saying, watch YouTube. Uh, you can learn to do simple visual effects. Um, you know things we like watching that.
1: Green screen stuff. And, yeah, yeah,
0: easy. Now back, I mean, they've got user-friendly programs to be able to do all this stuff. But back in the eighties, think about it. Like nobody had written code to like make these operating systems yet. This was super fucking niche thing um, reserved for
1: nerds, basically. Like the nerds of the eighties. Nerd, getting beat up, wedgie, swirly yeah. pocket protectors getting knocked out. Rick Moranis. Yep, um, shrinking his kids, <laughs> uh, and then
0: so this thing is super niche, and uh, and even the producers of the film were like concerned about like the Steve's whole idea for like a digital world. They thought this would confuse audiences, and so in the original theatrical version of Tron, opened with the following prologue. This is
2: the story of two worlds and the beings who inhabit them. One of these is our world, the one we can see and feel, the world of the users. It lies on our side of the video screen. The other, 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 an electronic micro civilization lives and breathes just beyond our grasp. This is the world of programs because we, the users have created this. Now. Part of us lives there too on the other side of the screen.
0: So, you know, Uh, I thought this was also interesting. I think this was a quote from Steve. He was saying, every time we renew our driver's license, we pay our telephone bill, we use a credit card, a bit of us is in the computer. Mm.
1: That's a scary thought, man.
0: I mean, it's true. Like, your stuff is out there, man. I mean, you put your credit card in somewhere to buy something, your information is now out in the fucking void. Hey, digital footprint, man. I mean, there's still fucking hackers out there that can get your info. Uh, you pay any bill online, you know? It like, And now, especially, like back in the 80s, they were starting to use computers for like processing and that type of thing, like storage, file storage. But now, that's all fucking, uh, everything is backed you up. You don't on even here. have
1: to leave your house anymore to buy something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. NSA, dude, they got everybody's <laughs> files, dude, you know? Speaking of, (coughs) Playboy, the one and only, back in circulation, if I'm correct, with its uh, full nude. Yeah. Playboy, yeah, wanted to do a tie-in photo spread with the film. They promised models would have circuit boards and other gizmos strategically positioned to preserve modesty. But for some reason, Disney declined. So they were going to have
0: basically like a chick nude with like Little circuit boards over her nipples? Maybe a keyboard,
2: yeah, <laughs> a <laughs> mouse. Just like very tasteful. Hey, just
0: throw this technical stuff in there. <laughs> just
2: Go ahead and put this motherboard over your. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> man, um, yeah, that is. But hey, times have changed because they did a spread for Tron Legacy. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, look up, um, <laughs> look up, um, Tron game on. Look it up. Did okay, Playboy did a spread. I think it was a web web spread for uh, Tron Legacy. Of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> now, also, I'm thinking this is a good time of any to slide this in here. <laughs> Go ahead and and look up if you're so inclined. prawn P r o n. That's that. That's the triple X parody. Um, the you ultimate know. glow job. Yeah. Every good. <laughs> Movie has the porno spoof and, uh, you know, Masturbation Control Program. <laughs> That's a big one in the Prawn series. Um, the trailer is actually on YouTube. It's pretty funny.
2: <laughs> uh, is, but this a, is this a JOI film?
0: No, this is not a JOI <laughs> film, you sick <laughs> bastard. You watch that? <laughs> Rob loves JOI, dude. He finds something new every day. I didn't say
2: I love it. You just said masturbation control program. So you're over here researching that. What the hell are you looking at?
0: Yeah, it's, the, it's in Prawn. It's like master control program in Tron. Masturbation control program. Get it? It's a play on words.
1: We'll have a discussion about that <laughs> later, buddy.
0: It's actually really funny. And you know how they like res in the film? Yeah. <laughs> the dude oh like God. the dude like busts a nut, and then the chick just reses.
1: <laughs> Why can't life always be this good?
0: No, I mean, getting in, we'll get into some other interesting things. I mean, the um, Steve, the director, he had a strict no guns policy. Um this guy was big on gun control. Didn't want any guns in the film. Um, So, you know, not a big Second Amendment guy. But he wanted the film to distance itself from any violent imagery that kids might consider emulating at home, which, I mean, that's smart because Disney, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's trying to cover his ass. And if if you've seen the film, you know the battle is done with discs and like it's like pong, like we said. Mm. Um, So again, you know, he's saying, hey, if kids decide to go home and recreate the fights, basically the worst that's going to happen is they get a fucking Frisbee beamed at their head.
2: <laughs> These guys are going to go play disc golf.
0: Which actually Frisbees, guys, that is no joke. Um, you, can, <laughs> you can get hurt real bad <laughs> with one of those, dude. I mean, I mean, think about it, dude. Going to make you d res Yeah. You fucking get hit with a Frisbee, dude, you might not come back. You might be taking a fucking dirt nap. <laughs> Uh, but you know that's just one way that uh, I think the film was is unique in that because you know we're not seeing it's not fucking uh, the governor of California blowing people <laughs> away, no guts, no blood. Um, and the film also gave birth to Tron guy. Now, now, tea bag, you know about this because I looked this guy up, Tron guy, and basically I really couldn't find the origin or really anything
1: like what he just became kind of a meme. I get I mean apparently he was big in 2010 that's almost 10 years ago now but uh this is Minnesota mega fan Jay Maynard became an internet sensation thanks to his tight-fitting low-budget replica Tron costume and if you ever look this guy up he kind of reminds me of Milton from the office from office space uh probably decided to suit up Tron style so he could go find his stapler
0: Now, more than I think, more than Milton, he reminds me of the other guy that gets hit by the drunk driver. Oh, God. It's a jump to conclusions. He has like the same mustache, you know?
1: I I think the glasses and the beady eyes is what drew me, but I see where you're at. Yeah, but anyways, I guess this guy just what
0: he just, it's like, you know, the meme they made of that guy that's like fighting with the lightsaber Mm. or fighting with the like bow staff. And he's just like waving it around. It's like that. I guess this guy just dresses up like Tron and does like fucking katas all day in his house. <laughs> and then they were like, hey, this is a the guy. They, he became a meme, essentially. You know how the internet is. Oh, fucking yeah. bunch of savages. He's doing it
2: out in his front yard one day, got caught. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's on Google Earth, man. Big
0: and big you said big, big in football. 2010. He actually was kicked out of the Tron premiere in 2010 because his costume was distracting.
1: That's what word on the street is. That's but what they said. when he finally did get his chance to see the movie, Tron Legacy, he said it was so good it drove him to tears. Now, that's a little excessive, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, a little. We'll, we'll get into that.
0: Uh, now, I did have some notes before we get on to Tron Legacy. Um, uh, a, a few things I'd just like to point out, get your guys' opinion on. So, you know the whole future thing, like he's setting this in the future. Uh, you know the movie Metropolis, like back from like the twenties, thirties, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see a heavy influence from that, right? Okay. Yeah. You know this. The way is, they're dressed. Yeah, and it's like you know that's what they thought the future was going to be. Just like in the eighties, like this is what I guess he saw the future of computers as, or really, I mean, the movie's really, I guess, not in the future, right? That's true. Honestly. It's, like, it's kind of just like what if you got sucked into a computer Osmosis Jones style, <laughs> right? It's like ants, you know? <laughs> ants? Yeah, you know the movie Ants? Like what goes on in an anthill? It's like that. It's like zooming into what the goes computer. On in your computer? Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like a little, uh, what's those books with the worm, like Busy Town. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> where the worms <laughs> driving around the Apple car? Yeah. It's oh like God. that. It's like zoomed <laughs> yes. into the computer, like uh, Busy Town. Um, also, Wendy Carlos, dude, does the soundtrack. Bad fucking ass, dude. Mm. She did the soundtrack for The Shining and A Clockwork Orange. Okay. Which A Clockwork Orange, I mean, maybe we'll cover that in the future. One of the most legendary soundtracks of all time where she recreated all the. Beethoven um, classical stuff on a synthesizer. Hmm. Uh, But Wendy Carlos, look her up. She really only did those three films, but I mean, that's a hell of a fucking dossier. The Shining, A Clockwork Orange, and Tron, that's three classics right there.
1: That's pretty badass. I'm just impressed with your use of the word dossier.
0: Yeah, now... Also, does Jeff Bridges just have the be- the best
1: apartment ever in this movie? Does Jeff Bridges just have the best life ever, dude? Big Lebowski, Tron. Oh, yeah, and dude. I got a spiel on that as okay. well. But
0: also, it's like uh, his apartment uh, over the arcade. It's fucking badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, is
1: this like – how old is he supposed to be in the film? <laughs> um, 82. He has like a seven-year-old kid. So let's say 25. Okay. Let's, well, roughly, roughly.
0: Is it borderline inappropriate for him to be like running the arcade and like Living hanging out with there. all these
1: kids? Yeah. This is pre-Michael Jackson stuff. And this
0: though. is like, come on up to my sweet pad. It's right above the arcade.
1: I got a new video <laughs> game. You've <laughs> yeah. never seen I got some popsicles.
0: Come out to my ranch. <laughs> and I mean, if we're saying, so arcades are basically bars for kids, right? and if we're going back it doesn't always have to be kids (laughs) but if we're going back in the 80s the drinking age was 18 so we're saying these are 16 year old girls he's hanging out with all right all right all right (laughs) he's (laughs) about McConaugheying them
2: that's the thing that he likes about these high school girls (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) and also I will say the concept of this film kind of reminded me of I have no mouth and I must scream have you ever read this Mm. Uh, short story um
1: check it out maybe this is our just google it put a link in there
0: yeah we could put a link in there i mean now that this guy is dead um harlan ellison he was a giant asshole just like most sci-fi writers are sure but yeah check this guy out i mean he wrote the short story i have no mouth and i'm a scream you probably find it on the internet but um it's basically like the exact concept like programs are people too and it's like Well, he writes the whole story from the perspective of a giant supercomputer takes over the Earth and makes it all like computer. It keeps... alive the four people that created it and just endlessly tortures them and then it makes the one guy into goo with no mouth so he just is alive eternally and just like suffering because if you think about it that's what we've done with computers Mm. we made them these super intelligent things especially if like AI, it gets to the point of like elon elon musk ai it's like we made it this super intelligent thing but it can't do anything other than what we tell it to So it's like, you know.
2: The Me Too movement before the Me Too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm getting. The electronic Could you imagine if your computer could talk and be like, dude, come on, we're watching this one again. You already watched it twice this morning.
0: Now, what are we talking about there? Some (laughs) J-O-I?
1: Whatever you all are into. That's what Adam's into.
0: I mean, am I right in this, or was I way too high when I was watching Tron?
2: I think you're pretty high. (laughs) 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 Smoking uh, a big ol. Substance of your choice.
0: <laughs> also, some scenes in this are basically just like every screensaver from the '90s. Yeah, yeah. Do
1: you, yeah. you know what I
0: uh, like? When I think of when I see the grid and the like light cycles in the original film, I think of the you know that screensaver that was just the pipe that yeah, just never going, ended. Dude. Yeah. that's fucking Tangent badass. We and put stuff. that on a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> pipe It <laughs> spells out purple okay. pipe. The purple pipe. Never ending purple pipe, dude.
0: <laughs> Now, T Bag, you're a big you're this is your whole fucking thing, Tron. You love the movie. Love it. So essentially the plot of this whole movie goes back to the Facebook argument. This guy got his ideas stolen, he's out for revenge. It's like any okay, okay, Microsoft, easy. Facebook, you fucking name it. It was stolen in some way or another, sure. and then the other guy has to get revenge. Is that is that a fair assessment?
2: I could see that. Yeah. Okay. It's like Drake, he's looking for revenge.
0: Hey, speaking of Drake, um, Golden State is about to have to humble these clowns.
1: <laughs> dude. The NBA is <laughs> not real. About to get swept, bring all right,
0: but, but off the sports, uh, this is my last thought. Um, so check this out, guys. I came up with this theory while watching uh, the Trons back-to-back. On a substance or no? Um, Well, we're not going to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. The Big Lebowski. You're all familiar? Love it. I'm thinking that's a sequel to Tron that happens between Tron and Tron Legacy. Think about it. This is before he had the kid, Mm -hmm. but he's unemployed. He just bowls all day with his fucking homies. It was in the 90s, so the timeline's there, and he's like, the computers, man. (laughs) And then that's why he's all Zen, and he's still wearing the bathrobe in Tron Legacy. Ooh, and then he gets sucked back in. Yeah, it's it's basically Tron, the Big Lebowski, Tron Legacy.
1: <laughs> that's a new way to watch the. There you go. It's I mean, trilogy. Th- if
0: you can have any holes in the theory, point them out. <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking.
2: He's doing a lot of substance abuse himself, apparently. Well, I'm just wondering. I mean, I like the theory, but my whole thing is I wanted to know more about how these guys just digitize into a fucking computer, like seamlessly.
0: It's the laser that the lady develops. Yeah, but it just seems like bullshit. We're going to get into it's that. It's a fucking movie, dude. <laughs> this is, again, your troubles with... Uh, what was your trouble with Endgame? That was just completely not any... like It was like... what? You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember. Uh, but, okay, yeah. It's a fucking movie, dude. <laughs> Of course, they need to have the laser thing to push the narrative of the film. If they just had him in there, it wouldn't Willing make any suspension sense either. Of yeah. disbelief. No,
2: I just want it to be a little bit more believable is what I'm saying. I think that's... Dude... You're going to get hit with a laser and you just end up in a fucking
0: computer? No, we'll get into it. I have yep, all this stuff yep. about it. We'll Later get into in it, dude. Later just, in the outline. Just, yeah, sure no. Always. It's <laughs> right after this Tron Legacy. So, um, I mean, let's get to it now. So, we get Tron Legacy in 2010. Um... Directed by Joseph Kaczynski, um, from a screenplay written by Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis. Now, now Steven Lisberger served as a producer on this one. Am I correct in that, tea bag? Search me. And this one, budget of a hundred seventy million, tenfold budget increase, <laughs> and pulled in four hundred million. So, a financial success, nonetheless, right? I mean, I would yeah. say so. Yeah. Although they did say it was kind of like disappointing, but. Uh,
1: sure was. Oh. It's no secret that Tron Legacy is easily one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Top five. Huh? No, you're, you're saying
0: top five, for real. For real. Tron Legacy, not Tron One. No. And okay, okay. Keep going, keep going. Okay. What else is in this top five?
1: Uh revenge. That's number one. No, not in any order. Not in any order. It flows fluctuates. Revenge of the Sith. Catch me if you can. Without a paddle. Clerks to Tron. Tron Legacy. That's five. Okay. All right. Okay. You're crazy for that one. Go ahead. Debate me, Loyal Legion. Let leave your list, top five. I'd love to hear yours. Okay. We'll interact. <laughs> um, this is a film that I showed to all my tech students to kind of help them understand that. You're not just mindlessly sitting, you know, at your technology with an iPad or a computer. You're not just sitting there randomly munching numbers. Like things are going on inside the computer. Now necessarily munching numbers. This
0: again might be why you are no longer a teacher.
1: Right. Okay. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not saying there's like
0: <laughs> Guys,
1: personified
0: around. There programs is a living <laughs> world in your computer. <laughs> like, I'm not. A- I can see you giving a TED talk now. What if I told you (laughs) that your computer (laughs) programs were alive? Have you ever seen Draw?
1: It's real people. I'm like paranoid out, trying to lock the classroom and everything. Government's listening in. No, but like there's stuff going on inside the computer when you're pushing buttons. That's yeah, a bunch of one zeros, codes, one zero, one
0: one zero, one zero. I'm I'm like a computer constantly going.
2: I'm just imagining Adam's new apartment looking like uh, Charlie in that one episode. Okay, always oh, sunny. Okay, and <laughs> he's trying to figure out who the murderer. Was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, They're in your computer, man. <laughs> Let me show you how. <laughs> His name keeps popping up. Tron, Tron, Tron.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, legacy. <laughs> Badass film. You got motorcycles, right up my alley. You got the grid, good music. Daft Punk. Uh, they did
0: the soundtrack. Also, best hangover cure. Daft um, Punk or Legacy. Yeah, now let's just have this music discussion because do you ever listen to a song that just puts you in a better mood? Oh
1: yeah. We've had this for ever one earlier. Have you ever had one?
0: <laughs> have you ever had one that like you say you had a headache and you listen to the song, you don't have the headache? Daft Punk. Really? Dude, I was hungover <laughs> one day. I listened to Get Lucky on repeat, not hungover. I feel like that would give me a headache. <laughs> Try it out, okay. dude. Okay. There you go.
1: Well, that's what happens when you're up all night to get lucky. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, we also got Garrett Hedlund, who I think is a dashing-looking dude. If I had a man crush, if we had, you know, man crush Monday on this podcast, that'd be mine. Olivia Wilde. Now, was she the one that was dating Aaron Rodgers? I thought that was Danica Patrick. Maybe for a little bit. I don't know.
0: Or Olivia Mund. Is she the same person?
1: No. I think I get Obviously, them confused.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways.
1: And Jeff Bridges yeah. signs back on. More things getting derezzed. Now that has a new meaning, a whole new meaning for me, thanks to you bringing up Prawn. Oh, yeah. Check uh, out Prawn. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else you could ask for in a Disney flick.
0: Okay. So, I mean, let's get into the film itself. I mean, it's basically, okay. And also, I want to clear some things up with you, T Bag. Mm hmm. I okay, should. so you're one of these Tron fanboy guys. Yep. <laughs> now, I remember when the 2010 film came out. Would you say it's essentially a reboot? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's not it's not a sequel, but it is. It's, it was marketed as a sequel, but it's basically a reboot. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking uh, of that last
1: night when I was watching it, yeah.
0: And now, dude, when you refer to it, do you refer to it, as, like, when you refer to Tron, do you refer to the original Tron? And then have you ever referred to the sequel as like the remake? No, I just call it Legacy. Or reboot?
1: I just call it Legacy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I do remember when it came out, and maybe you were also this guy that's like, you know, I said, oh, like, we, I don't know. I was talking to some guy at a party like about Tron, I think, maybe weird i I don't even know how i I ended up at that point in my life but
1: i love that movie and i don't talk to people
0: yeah anyways i was talking to the guy and i said you know did you see the original like, have you seen the original Tron? Because I think he was talking about it. And, I, and then he said, um, well, actually, it's a sequel," And like, you know, just goes on this whole rant. And I'm like, dude, you know what I'm talking about. It's a fucking <laughs> reboot.
1: Am I right? I, I mean, it's kind of like how Disney did with Star Wars. Exactly. Okay. It's a reboot. It so, is like, this it is, is the same movie. Great. Because now we're likening this to uh, what's the one that Rob loves? The Star Wars Force Awakens. I like Return. Okay. Well, he also likes Force Awakens. This is basically Force Awakens. Exactly. To the That's old G-Tron, what I'm. A New but Hope. Okay, well, but it is
0: great. it is a comparable. Great. Like it's it a is, good. Yeah. It's a good um, point. Fuck me. But it is a reboot because it's essentially the same film. I mean, it caps like Force it, Awakens. It recaps what happens in Tron, um, and it's telling the story of his son. Like it's okay. So Flynn Jeff Bridges gets sucked in the computer.
1: Technical term
0: again cuz he's working in there disappears for 20 years cuz the system shuts him in um his son decides to look into it and boom they got a fucking fight for their lives uh because if they get de they're fucking dead spoiler alert <laughs> yeah, i mean 2010
2: dude
0: that <laughs> <I> was nearly <laughs> 10 years old hey, i didn't uh, no. see it
2: until just the other day
1: <laughs> you didn't even watch the <laughs> whole thing <laughs> Cover your ears, Rob.
2: So, you know. Yeah, the it, only thing we're missing here is a prequel to the original that sucks worse than both of these movies. I've mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> got strong feelings. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's essentially a fucking remake. The computer's getting way too advanced. It's going to come fucking take over the world. They got to save it. Am I right? Yep, yep. yep. Is, that, is that a fair assessment? Fair assessment. Tales all his time. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's like any fucking reboot. It's like Blade Runner and Star Wars, as we were saying. But do you think, so you are under the assumption or under the, what do you call it, conclusion, um, the thought that the that legacy does, it, you think it's a righteous sequel?
1: <laughs> yeah, righteous is a good <laughs> word. Man. I think it okay. does the original justice. And it definitely hits on the whole theme of stunning visual effects. They're amazing. Yeah, I will
0: say that, and that's a lot of things that this film did get right. Is like the visuals were fucking badass. Any of the scenes in the bikes, especially when they flip up, like uh mm. going into Davy Jones's locker, you know, when they can flip on their the uh grid. Yeah, that was pretty sick when they're pl- yeah. That's fucking badass. It's called a grid flip. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, and this was also um, the most expensive film ever made by another first time director Joseph Kaczynski. Um I mean this guy was only 8 years old when um the first Tron, the original Tron, however you want to call it, and they throw this guy a budget of 170 million. Now he didn't he hadn't done any any big budget stuff before this. This is his first time. Um and we he got went first
1: time over. Here.
0: Yeah, exactly. He w- he would go on he's Went on to direct uh, Oblivion, Only the Brave, which Oblivion is actually an underrated sci-fi movie. Check it out if you haven't. And set to direct the new Top Gun movie coming in 2020. Mm. But so they throw this guy a fucking 170 mil. um, And this actually blew my mind. Shooting for Legacy only lasted 64 days. Yep. Um, post-production, they added uh, uh, 1,500 visual and special effects. It took 68 weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> the post, all of the post was like... That's the vast majority of the work. Yeah. <laughs> it is just. I mean, I assume that was the same for the first one as well, right? I
1: would imagine, yeah.
0: Now, this again, of course, Disney being Disney on the fence, uh, weren't really sure about Tron Legacy. I
1: mean, they didn't even double their return on the last film, so... Yeah, You got to keep that mouse happy.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, they, they're in it for big money, and by this time they were already on their way to be in the fucking conglomerate they are. <laughs> and uh, the, he's saying, like, basically the Tron sequel kind of started in 2005, and this was when, I guess, the original had reached cult status. Now, I want to talk about that because –
1: when do you know that a film has reached cult status? I feel like by the time you hear cult status, it's not cult status anymore, you know? What do you mean? You're
0: saying that's like punk? Like
1: if you call it punk, it's not punk? Well, yeah. I mean, like by the time, like cult status means like select few people enjoy it. By the time it gets that big mainstream, you know, approval by everybody, it's not really cult anymore. Everybody knows about it. Everybody likes it.
0: Well, see, now this is where we differ because I was under the assumption that cult status would be like, it wasn't really appreciated when it came out, but then it developed this whole following, okay, like a massive follow underground following, kind of.
1: All
2: right, I see that. But I think Adam's saying that once it becomes mainstream again, it's is not it really, really co- underground. Okay. If okay. we
1: have a secret club, it's just the three of us, and then we let everybody in the entire world into it. Is it a secret club anymore? That's my idea. But I see what you're saying, and I.
0: But so does like when like um fucking what's his name? Who is the dude in um. Big Trouble. Kurt Russell, he says like he wouldn't have had a career if it wasn't for VHS and cult films, because like basically any film he's been in has been like a cult film. Like Big Trouble, Little China, Escape from L.A., like all those fucking classics that were like, you know, like a lot of Carpenter's films. Fucking uh, the thing. Like when it came out, people were like, "What the fuck is this?" and then. After it was released, it it developed like a big following and got like cult status, you know? No, all right, that makes sense to me. I... So Tron basically, Disney was like, okay, the original one has a cult following, so we'll fucking uh, throw this one some some loot, you know. But I mean, as as, as classic Hollywood, the film spent a lot of time in uh, pre-production development uh, before. Disney was even going to fucking release a teaser, a trailer, or, like, greenlit it, and the concept teaser was actually um, teased at Comic-Con 2008, and did you know Tron was, like, one of the only films to be promoted at Comic-Con three years in a row?
2: I did not know that until we started doing this research. Because
0: yeah. it was oh eight, oh nine, and then two thousand ten when it right came out. It came so out, it was like yeah. every fucking year. Yeah, fucking badass. But they were basically trying to get Disney's dick hard on the film basically by show showing them this stuff. Hyped. Yeah. Which I think it worked because yeah. it got Greenland, it got <laughs> made, and it got four hundred mil. I think it did. And the title was originally gonna be T R two <laughs> N, Treaton. Uh, you know, Didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tron. Wait, is that like?
1: Would you pronounce that Treton or Tron? I think just Tron too, but instead of the O, oh, you got the two. Like but that's just too. dumb. I well, mean, it, it might they, look cool if like you drew it. Rob could probably design something on a computer with his fancy skills. Whoever
0: pitched that in the Disney <laughs> like meeting was fired.
1: On some substance of choice.
2: <laughs> now, uh. Guys, just look. It's a two instead of an O. <laughs> yeah, pretty, it's a two. Very it? modern That's idea. Awesome.
1: It's no fucking sense. Guy
2: didn't do his homework. Came in the, in the meeting. It, thought it, yeah, which is a hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So check it out. I know it's a rough, rudimentary sketch, but here's the idea. What do Hear think? me out.
0: <laughs> uh, Guys, is- it's a good idea. They they fucking boot him out of there. They get they changed the title to Tron Colon Legacy. Colon?
2: <laughs> I don't think that's part of the title. Yeah,
0: Tron Colon Legacy. And honestly Colon Legacy. And as we talked
2: cuz his <laughs> <laughs> <it> was ass. <laughs> <on Colon> <laughs> Leg-
0: <laughs> so um now we talked about Comic Con. They they promoted three consecutive years in a row, and fans they're fucking getting pissed because you know they waited patiently for the film. We want it now, and say. the fucking uh, director friend, uh, Kaczynski he decided to use the voices like the sounds of the audience members. Um, that had been recorded at Comic-Con, like the crowd at Comic-Con, he used those those noise clips during the disc battles um, in the beginning of the movie. I thought that was fucking
1: awesome. Yeah, I just watched it last night, and I was like, oh, man. that's." that's yeah, I didn't think.
0: even know that. That's fucking cool.
1: Thats yeah, I, right. right. You probably didn't even make it that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, I, I mean,
0: let's get into the movie of Tron. Now, Adam, I think you had some thoughts on this.
1: Now, I've seen the OG Tron film a couple times. I will admit I'm not like an expert on there. Uh, Legacy, probably more times than I can count on my hands and toes. And I will admit, yeah, I see you're impressed. I will admit something I had personally not even considered before, even though maybe you guys have, Loyal Legion, maybe you have. Oh, yeah, we have. Is the idea (laughs) of flesh and blood human beings somehow physically getting inside of a computer. And I mean, even just thinking about it right now, my mind is blown. So just like uh, like Ant-Man? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with Ant-Man. Okay. I, I like all these connections that we're making. This is good. But like right now, if you were to look into your webcam and let's say like a laser beam just sucks you in.
0: Okay. Boom. Now, what did we go? where do we go from here?
1: Well, that's the thing. I didn't even know where to start. I was like, man, I had to Google like I literally typed in. Is it possible to enter the digital domain like Tron? And <laughs> <Now, laughs> what did you find? <laughs> Clearly, there was not a lot of scientific e- scientific evidence regarding this, but there are some message boards out there with some angry nerds speculating different theories, you know, the whole nine.
0: Now, were you on this? some of these substances? Oh, I wish. Okay. Maybe some
1: of the stuff would have made more sense. All right, so what did we find in these message boards? What do we got? well let me ask you guys some questions because do you guys even think like it would be possible not right now maybe but like at some point in the future do you think it would be possible i think i saw an episode of futurama like this where they go inside like the dave Chappelle skit so you're talking magic school bus style (laughs) go into a computer yes i mean maybe without the bus but like yeah your body is physically inside on the other side of the screen man dude miss frizzle was so hot (sighs) yeah Redhead, left handed. All right. What do I you mean, think?
2: I think it's a cool concept, but I don't think it's possible. Ever. I mean, I think the closest we're gonna get is VR. Okay.
0: I will posit that we are already in a computer simulation. Okay, Elon. Life. I mean, I've got Life an episode I've got an episode in the works for simulation theory, so we're we won't get to that in here, right but it
1: yeah. We could be in the grid right fucking now. Someone is programming us to do the things we're doing, say the things... Like, we're the Sims, basically. Uh,
0: I think it's like there's many different strings of theory than that, but that is one of them. Yes, that's correct. Hmm. Um, So I think, like,
1: some of this is possible, but it's not like... um, I mean, we'll get... Do you... Okay, like Rob touched on, like, we have VR now, which that's close. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, physically... You put on glasses. And, and you're, then you're it's the world that's being developed around you. Right, right, Not right. you're going into the you're world. You're on the outside looking in, basically. Okay. But I want to try and get in there, dude. Like, I would love to be riding motorcycles, brum, brum, hanging out with whores. Like, okay. What other kind of – Like, think you about You do that in real life, too, buddy. You don't have to go on to the, to the virtual side. That's true. It? But what if you could, man? Mike TV, okay, you guys remember uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Not not the Johnny Depp one, the old school one. I yeah. never saw the Johnny Depp one, so yes. Okay, good. Remember when they're all like taking a picture of the chocolate bar and then up in the air there's all them lines and stuff? like okay. scram. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, and it's all up in the air like, yo, that's what I figured. I don't know, man. That's what I was in my head thinking what it would be like.
0: Okay. Now, all right. That's the grid. So it's kind of like um- – would it be kind of like inception? Do we think like a dream within a dream or some, something like that? I mean, I was kind of thinking like along the lines of like, all right, have you seen transcendence? I have not. All right. Like they download a guy's brain, uh, this crazy scientist brain
1: into the computer. Okay. See, this was one of the things people were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then
0: again, there's also mm-hmm. like the fucking, um, there's like the singularity, which is like when we, It's either when computers are smarter than us or when we merge our, like, collective consciousness with that of the computers. You know, it's like the whole fucking uh, Skynet, dude. Software in cyberspace. Like, um, and and here's what I'm saying. When it comes to, this is called computational theory of mind Mm -hmm. Um, this is some stuff i was looking into It's so it's like we talked about this in our artificial intelligence episode because what happens in both of the tron films it's a virtual intelligence which is different than artificial intelligence that becomes way too intelligent wants to break
1: out yeah just
0: like any classic ai film
1: he wants to be on the inside coming out yeah okay we're reverse
0: but so So think about like scanning a brain and down, like think about basically plugging in like your brain into a computer and then you could be in the computer, right? Right. Physically in there, but your body would still be out here, but would it be two of you? This is a, this is a a whole part of my thing. dude. Right now, so far (laughs) we've got as much as a cubic millimeter of a mouse brain scanned which is essentially like they have to take a mouse brain, cut it into these little tiny sections and then scan it in the computer and like download it like a USB drive. So a cubic millimeter of a mouse brain, that's the best we can do as humans. A human brain is 1 million times larger than a mouse brain. So we've got a long way to go, but they're like actively working on this. Well here's my thing.
2: Okay,
1: so you're I'm sure they're past that, dude. That's just what they want you to know. Okay. I mean, maybe. Here's my thing. You're talking about you're out here, your brain gets downloaded on the computer, so you're out here and in the computer at the same time. I mean, yeah, but it could be like say you're about to die and they do that, and then your body's dead, but you're in the computer. No, I'm thinking the reverse. What if you die in the computer? Are you dead in the real world too? Well, n- I no, don't know. See, the that's the that, All
0: right, that's the whole thing. So would it, yeah, it, would it really even be the same? And I've got mm. another, you remember this from the Batman episode, another thought experiment for you guys. Oh. So are we ready for this? Now, this is the ship of Theseus. Um, this is a thought experiment that raises the question whether an object that has had all of its components replaced remains fundamentally the same object. Like the Million Dollar Man. Essentially, but yes. Now I'll give you guys the thought experiment and I want to hear, don't read ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. Here we go. So suppose that the, this famous ship um, sailed by the hero Theseus in a great battle has been kept in a harbor as a museum piece. And as years go by, Uh, some of the wooden parts begin to rot. They're replaced by new ones. Mm. After a century or so, all of the parts have been replaced. Is the restored ship still the same object as the original?
1: Or is it a replica?
0: What are we saying? Teabag? Then Rob.
1: Man. There's got to be a replica, right? Like.
0: All right. So that's your first thing. You're just saying it's a replica. It's not the original ship. Keep in mind. After a century, all the parts have been replaced.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're blowing my mind right now. So
2: everything is fully replaced?
0: After a century.
2: (laughs) That doesn't answer my question.
0: Yes. Eventually, everything is fully replaced.
2: I would say at the point that everything is replaced, then, yeah, it's just a replica.
0: Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay, so, I mean, I guess this second part really doesn't matter for you, but some people would say, hey, that's the original ship, you know. Now, suppose that each of the removed pieces was stored in a warehouse, and after that century, technology develops to cure the rotting and enable them to put back together the ship. Is this reconstructed ship the original ship, or is the restored ship in the harbor the original ship like is it it's it, are they both the original ship like what is it
2: neither one's the original ship because you already took it apart
1: <laughs> <laughs> no nah, see i if i think if you could fix the wood somehow and, yeah but like, it's still the not same original, rid- original yeah but it's still it, that same wood yeah
2: but some guy a hundred years ago put that ship together and then some other asshole came and took it apart and piece <laughs> by piece if he we put it back together
1: if we disassemble the awesome skateboard that was sent to us and put it back together after 20 years is it not still the same skateboard? I mean, I guess technically, using the exact same parts and everything. That okay, if we could fix it I I think then that I could consider the original still. Okay,
0: so then the other one that had been replaced is is not? Yeah, I think once you start
2: replacing stuff. But think about it as like just similar like a car. Like you get a nice old like 1970s Mustang. And you're keeping good care of it. You're replacing the engine, replacing the transmission. Like, it's still a badass car, but it's not the original. Just a badass version of the car.
0: All right. So, essentially, if you scan copied your brain into the computer, which brain is your... Mm.
2: Your physical brain.
0: So, then what's in the computer?
2: A copy. Is it you? No. I think it would just be a copy.
0: Okay. So uh-huh. I think
2: if if that becomes a thing, like you're still going to die, you're not going to like all your brain and stuff will still be on the computer, but at that
0: point it's just your brain, it's not you. So if you took your brain out of your body and put it in um another cadaver,
1: would the cadaver be you? Yeah, if you put your brain in my body, would I be you or would I be me?
2: I mean, you would be you with my brain
1: it still wouldn't be
2: me though is what i'm saying
1: yeah but i wouldn't have my con it would it's be just your my consciousness
2: just like. my brain though it's not everything else that goes with me
0: mm. but what is what is you yeah what is you
2: me right here Every, <laughs> everything it's all one piece
0: okay so you're saying you take one piece away it's not you yeah but that's the same
2: like goes back to the car thing like if you take the motor out of an engine and put it in another car
0: it's not the same car so Adam had his um, ACL replaced with another gentleman's.
1: Three times.
0: Is he not no longer Adam? It's his ACL, I'm not the
1: though. original Adam. That's, yeah. Is that? Okay. okay. So that, okay. We're getting somewhere. All right. okay. Adam's a replica okay.
0: now. <laughs> okay. So it, we're saying it's a different ship if you rebuild it piece by yeah. piece. So at what point is it no longer the same ship? If one bolt is replaced, is it not the original? If uh, 50% Ooh. of the ship is replaced, if 51%, uh, 99%, like where does it, you said earlier, once you replace that last piece, it's no longer the original.
1: So all the way to the last piece. Yeah, but now he's saying if you take the engine out, it's not the original. Exactly. Well, that, so that's where that it, the engine like the brain is the brain. Thing. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Okay. So you know what I mean? At what point is it not the original ship?
2: I mean, it's all subjective to how you want to think about it, mm. I guess.
0: But what do you say?
2: Anything over fifty percent probably is not would not be considered original, right?
0: Okay. So if we replace fifty percent of your organs, you would no longer be Rob. Uh,
2: I guess not. <laughs> all right. Now, <laughs> now
0: keep this in mind. The ship's not a living being, though. They call it a she. So. <laughs> It's basically the question is asking whether experiences and memory make us Mm. or merely the component parts, you know, our brains, our organs, things like that. You know, if you replace a single bolt, is it a completely different ship? Uh, Do you need to have the, like, say if it's a ship, like the mast, that's the key thing. If you have the original mast, it's still the original ship. Mm. Um, You know, when is it precisely not the same as the old one? And furthermore, you know, it's, it's kind of like what defines you? Is it, is it the things that make you up? Is it your actions, um, your purpose? Um, like where, where's our consensus on this? I mean, do, are we saying, so if if the scan brain thing, you know, it's like the fucking, uh, what's that movie with, um, the illusionist, right? When he makes the replica of himself in the tank, spoiler alert. You know, yeah, which one is, Which yeah. one is him? Didn't Rick and Morty do one like that too? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, dude. Like, which one is... Dang. So if you were to scan your yourself into Tron, like, which one is you, you know?
2: I mean, what not it always the original?
0: <laughs> but what is the original, dude? <laughs> oh, my God. How high are you right now? No, it's like we said with the brain thing. So you said if you take the uh, engine out of a car then it's no longer. So if you took your brain and put it in Adam's body, then you
1: I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) What if you switched it?
0: What if you switched brains? Almost like freaky Friday style.
1: You could be Lindsay Lohan. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, do you know, just something to chew on something to think about. You blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, check it out. Ship of Theseus. Uh, let us know what you guys think. It's a thought experiment. Um, if you guys have any other interesting uh, perspectives on this, let me know. You know, I, I'd spent a lot of hours kind of going back and forth, but everybody kind of there's no answer. I mean, it's just it's. I think it's a case by case basis, um, and, and obviously there's a difference when it comes to humans and. Um, and, like, you know, th- uh, objects like yeah. ships or electronics. And, I mean, this is still even a good discussion to have nowadays with all the – we're not going to get into it, but the whole abortion stuff going on, Oof. you know, right?
1: This, this is just, first date material right here. Talk to Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now uh, See how she feels about the ship of Theseus.
0: So, like, what are we saying? If you go uh, – and, and you had these, like, robotic stuff in here, Adam. Did you have a spiel on oh, that? Oh,
1: yeah, okay. So my whole thing is, like, let's – Let's hypothetically rob willing suspension of disbelief over there. Don't be a devil's advocate here. Let's say we could somehow magically get into the computer. Okay. Now, would there not be pros to this? For instance, families live back east. What if you popped into the computer and then in lieu of flying, you could just pop out on the other side at mom's house for Christmas dinner. It's called FaceTime no it's but physically same, physically <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean like a fucking beam me up scotty yeah but you like go a to the computer
1: yeah yeah but like you literally like fucking you surfing down so you you yeah okay grids? so you get drawn in and then you're riding a motorcycle to mom's house in a inside of a computer and then you know however long it is i don't know what the ratio of time is to real world to inside of the computer boom pop out mom's house I mean, that would be badass, but...
0: Now, I don't know if it works like that because he, he when he was scanned in but the laser, he got scanned out right in the exact same position, exact same spot. What yeah, it
1: wouldn't have to be the same computer. What if mom had a laser? Well, yeah, but my computer can connect to your computer. We're looking at a document right now that we can edit real time.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he I'm just... What if you go. could, though, man? Okay. What all if, right. Help me out Well, in, well hey? what if we could? Talk to could? Elon
1: Musk about that. Oh, yeah, Elon, if you're listening... But it's going to also have bad things. Like I said, you know, I could pop in here and be... Then you're going to have guys popping out of your computer all the time. Right. That's what I'm saying. So would there need to be some kind of... This is what I'm saying, akin to Asimov's three laws of robotics to keep people in check. Like, hey, if you enter the grid, you can not do harm to other people. I don't remember what the other laws are, but... That's... uh Isaac Asimov was also a gigantic asshole. Well, like we said, it's a theme in sci-fi. I'm sitting in a room <laughs> with two other is assholes. It's a, so. a theme in sci-fi, <laughs> um, but I
0: mean these these laws are just something. He it's like what basically he's treating the robots like slaves. Because he's saying they have to obey humans. They can't hurt a human, and um, then they can't do anything that contradicts the first and second law, right? Right, right. Isn't so, that more or less what it is? Yeah,
1: yeah. So if you go on this computer inside into the grid, you can't hurt other people. You can't negatively impact. But what... You know no, know what I'm no, no we little, don't need... See, that's okay. that's
0: the North Korea MC and okay. M- master program okay. shit. We need a fucking... Open like Lebowski's saying, dude. Dave Chappelle style. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's Like, we need a a free and open computer where we can do whatever, you know. Okay. Okay. I'm all for free and open anarchy, baby. <laughs> now you said you
1: were saying these laws, this especially upset some nerds on the message boards. Well, just the whole idea. I mean, it's basically like Rob over there. This couldn't really happen. Oh, so
0: just, you know, the completely content with just not opening their mind to other possibilities. Right, right, right. And
1: one day when it does happen, who's going to be eating crow?
0: And who's going to be the first person to fucking get scanned in? Yep. Right into the Facebook they're always on. And we're going to have to go save his ass. Okay. All right. Well, you know. Tron 3. Yeah, I mean, what else? Tron 3, you know, basically fucking Disney, they're – always trying to do reboots. I mean, I think, uh, I think they probably will do a Tron reboot down the line. Sure. 20 years uh, from now, like the original. Exactly. I mean, they're going to be on the fence, on the fence until somebody comes up with a good idea, good enough for them to put their fucking money into. Someone
1: listens to this episode. Adam actually gets scanned in. They yep.
0: have to make
2: a movie about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I think they were, they were set to do a third one. And then they said like, yeah, uh, the first one didn't do what we thought. Cause they thought the first one was going to be massive. Right. But, I mean, I think it did make a good deal of money, but it, not Disney money.
1: Right, yeah. Right? All right, you got to keep that mouse. You got to fucking be breaking get that records. that mouse his cheese. Yeah, you got to be
0: breaking records um, so they can open up Star Wars Land and charge 270 bucks <laughs> a ticket. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, I think they're just kind of, again, they're going to be on the fence. They're they're going to come back. Now, they did make a Tron Uprising. Did, you, did any of you ever see this? It's like an animated um series. I remember it was on Disney XD,
1: but I don't, yeah. I didn't watch it.
0: Yeah. A little after our time, you know, which I feel like we're kind of, uh, in a weird middle ground with Tron because the original was a little before our time. Um, and then the second one, when it came out, you know,
1: I was already drinking beer. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and then like the, the animated Disney XD, that was, that was well after our time. Yep. Um, but but, I mean, still, great movies, classic movies, um, rumors that Jared Leto was interesting mm. interested in starring in a Tron reboot. Jared Leto, what right. do we think about him? Yep. I mean, he was in the uh, Blade Runner reboot, right?
2: Yeah. We all saw what we did to the Joker, though. So.
0: <laughs> but What are we thinking? Do we think that he uh, – do we think we would want to see a Tron 3?
2: No. If It's better than these other ones. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. I'll give him a third chance. (laughs) Three strikes and you're out. Is that Rob's policy? I mean, I I didn't hate the first one.
0: (laughs) Now the the um, director of the original, um, or actually, like one of the producers said, like he he will always be interested in doing anything Tron. Um, He fucking loves it. He's always he's never gonna stop being interested. Anytime anybody brings it up, he's gonna be fucking down. Um, But I mean, what do we want to get to the Rob report? sure what do we got uh we got a rant on why we hate tron or what <laughs> no all right hit him in hit him in and now ladies and gentlemen the rob
2: report so playing off of adam's maybe it's adam's favorite part but definitely my favorite part the light cycle bike
0: mm-hmm. badass
2: probably the coolest part of the film would you guys agree Talking about the legacy or what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. legacy.
0: I'll, and in uh, the first one. Yeah, Ducati riding <laughs>
2: my favorite part. So the designer behind it said that his goal was to make it the sexiest, coolest vehicle ever. Job How, well done. Did he accomplish that? I don't know. You be the judge of that. His original goal that he had in mind was keeping it as similar to the original as possible, but... Hopefully if you're listening to this you already seen Tron the original and you know how shitty those bikes looked, <laughs> and you know that they actually couldn't impose a real person onto the bike so it's kind of just like this weird like bike with a guy on top of it shape that's kind of flying around. But, you know, in Tron Legacy, you actually see the rider, Mm -hmm. you know, they do that little like wannabe lightsaber thing and just turns into a (laughs) bike that they start riding, which was cool, I will admit. And, uh... Pocket bike, dude. You just
1: pull out a bike and you can ride anytime you want.
2: Yeah, it's cool. I said it. Okay. (laughs) But, uh, the guy that originally was designing it, you know, his goal was like to seamlessly play on the original and make it like where the rider and the bike kind of just blend together you know so you can't tell where
0: yeah he was saying the helmet he wanted it to be like all one piece Mm. yeah
2: so they they ended up bringing in this 3d designer daniel simon he said that he was uh influenced by a book called cosmic motors And he is a conceptual three-dimensional artist, but, uh, you know, this guy kind of took it all the way for them and gave you guys what we see in the movie, which was arguably one of the coolest motorcycles ever to be in film.
0: All right, let's get to the argument. Why do you hate it and we want to hear two extra bucks? I
2: was just trying to drop in some cool knowledge in there that, you know, although I didn't like the film, it had something cool in it.
0: And that's fine and dandy, but we want to hear the good stuff.
2: Well, I got in.
1: ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Tale of the tape, right here.
2: So I got to the part where he runs into Jeff Bridges in the game, like in the grid. Well, you know, when he gets pulled by the chick. That's as far grid. as you made it. Yeah,
1: that's not even like halfway through the movie.
2: I know. Oh, and why my did you turn
1: it gosh. off? Because just what, the way you have to, get Jeff,
2: to Jones Beach, the, the way Jeff Bridges was talking about everything and wearing the white robe just wasn't doing it for he's me. He's
1: Zen, dude. He's Big Lebowski. Big
0: Lebowski, dude. You hate Big Lebowski? No, too. I don't. You okay. got the wrong guy. I'm not <laughs> Flynn. I'm the dude, <laughs> man. Man, man. You know how
2: much that rug cost?
1: <laughs> it was so you got bored at it when he's all Zen, like. You don't have inner peace in it wasn't no, It wasn't. So You just
2: said basically fuck It wasn't man. the zen part. It was just like the, oh, we're off grid right now, so he can't get to us, but we need to find the portal to get out of here. I was just like, eh, I don't like this. What?
1: <laughs> You're unbelievable. You're there, like a 13-year-old yeah, girl. You hate Tron Legacy, but you like The Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay. You heard it here. You heard it first, people. You missed some really great scenes. You didn't even see Daft Punk in the film. All right. Do
0: we even need to do a – uh do we need to do T-Bags TLDL? I mean, you wrote the whole thing. Yeah,
1: he doesn't. He T-Bags we'll do TLDL. Awesome wh- movie. Awesome visuals. Take it for the visuals, not necessarily the story. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because it well, is – that's what I was saying with the bike thing. The bike was actually pretty fucking cool. okay. okay.
0: Bottom line, I'm thinking for all of us, consensus from here at the podcast from Outer Space – do some drugs, watch
1: the movie. (laughs) There's your TLD. There's your TLD.
2: (laughs)
0: No.
1: Do uh, some
2: substance of choice. Smoke a big old substance of my choice and then 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 watch watch
0: the movie. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, do we have anything else? Anything else we want
1: to talk about? Shout out to the good people at the... uh, Harley Davidson who taught me how to ride motorcycles for the sake of this film and so I can get my license. Yep, you'll be riding a
0: light cycle. Um yeah, now I do want to sh- uh, give a special shout out. Um we got some fucking awesome fan art. Uh I don't know the guy did not give me a name so I won't shout out um his full name but Jeremy, thank you so much. The board is fucking badass. Very cool, brother. It's uh it's going up in the studio. Fucking uh, love what you did with the thing, and we're fucking overwhelmed, dude. Thank we- you,
2: sir. Yeah, yes, we sir. didn't
0: expect to receive such an awesome fucking gift in the mail, and uh, this guy sends us a fucking hand painted complete uh, huh. setup.
2: Tell, why don't you tell the people what that is for everyone that didn't grow up skateboard
0: yeah complete Yeah, trucks wheels bearings the, the whole nine, nine. Okay. and um hand painted i put it up on the instagram go take a look um and uh yeah fucking badass dude keep them coming if you have any uh fan art you want to send us hang in the studio um we'll fucking throw it up here just fucking dm us for the old address and
2: uh as always thanks for listening guys <clears throat> Uh, If you do want to interact with us, feel free to hit us up on the DMs. Podcast from Outer Space on Instagram. The Gmail is podcastfromouterspace.gmail.com and we do have t-shirts coming next week.
0: Yep, we are picking up the t-shirts according to Rob's (laughs) schedule and uh, My schedule. Your
2: (laughs) delinquency. I'm printing the shirts.
0: And we got an announcement coming next episode on how you can get your hands on one of those. Um, Hopefully We'll have things up and running by then, but um, so stay tuned for that, guys.
1: Once again, thanks for listening. So long, and thanks for all the fish.